So when it comes to being rejected as a dancer, as a performer, as somebody who marched in color guard and drum corps, I was always involved in a lot of different events. And so when you're an actor, you learn pretty quickly that part of this business is about being rejected, right? Because you audition on a pretty regular basis and you have to be able to withstand the everyday occurrence of being rejected from any project that you might have auditioned for. It's just part of the business. I think the interesting part of it is the learning curve that it takes to understand that, to understand that it's just part of this business, especially if you're an adult coming into the business. I keep meeting so many people who uh, come to Hollywood because they want to make it And at the first sign of being rejected by a casting director, they're like back to wherever they came from because they can't handle it. It isn't a difficult thing to do to learn about how to deal with being rejected. You just have to first admit that you feel bad, that it hurts. That's the first part of it. And understand that you being rejected is personal. I don't know where along the way, you know, like somebody, somebody came up with that line uh, in business and they say, it's, it's not personal. It's a business, right? Look at whether or not you have to make a decision to fire someone from their job, whether it's budget cuts or they're just horrible at their job or whatever it is. When you make a decision to have to let someone go, it's personal. It's always going to be personal to them. When you use the line, it's not personal. It's just business. What you're doing is safeguarding yourself from having any feeling for what you just did or about to do. You become like a robot. And I think when you do that, when you do that, you are doing life wrong. And I know who am I to say, but I'm just telling you, When you don't have compassion and empathy for having to let someone go, no matter how justified, no matter how right you may be, you're doing life wrong. And so when I talk about rejection, whether it's you, the person being rejected or you, the person having to reject someone, what I really want us to start thinking about is the word compassion and how do we as human beings really come to an understanding that We have to be more compassionate, just not to ourselves, but to other people as well. So let's talk about online rejection, because I am fascinated by what I'm starting to see. So about a year ago, I was connecting with people online, you know, during COVID, like everyone else. And there were certain groups that I really started to get involved with. And I, and I, you know, kind of give due diligence to people that I think are fascinating and interesting. And I always, even if I'm kind of apprehensive, I try to give three months to any app or any social media chat or any organization that I, because I think three months is a good time for me to get a better understanding of how things work and function. Well, suffice it to say, within the three months that I was involved in one of these groups, you know, I started to understand who people were and what I did because I knew that these people were not the people I wanted to be around, I just walked away from them. I just pulled away. I didn't call anyone out. I didn't say a word. I didn't yell at anybody. I just said, you know what? This is not working for me. This is not my place. I'm going to back off. Now, that seemed to startle some people. And I guess that's great for my ego, but 
what I started to notice was one, some people wanted answers. They wanted justification. And that's fair. When you become friends with people, even if it's friends, right? Because it's online or whatever, people deserve to have some type of explanation as to why you are no longer showing up. You know, that's fair. And for those people that reached out and really wanted to understand what was going on, um, I was happy to do that. But there were certain people that didn't do that. And behaved in such a manner that I don't care, right? Like there were just certain people, you know, you don't want anything to do with. So those people, I just, you know, I walked away. They're fine and lovely people on the planet, but they are not people I want to engage with. Some of these people keep following me all over social media. Some of these people keep, they'll even like do conversations with other people about something that happened now, six, seven, eight months ago, because I will not engage with them. And here's the weird thing. I guess they think if they keep reaching out to me or being kind of, um, I don't know what the word is, but stalkerish, that somehow that's going to make me be like, oh, hey. You know what I mean? But what I'm understanding is that people don't deal with rejection well. When someone rejects me, it's happened to me. I've been involved in social media groups. I've been involved with um, other entities or whatever, thinking that I'm in the group. And then all of a sudden, they go and do something on their own and they never told me. And I realized, okay, that's a hint. I got it. Understood. You know, I've been involved with different types of online activities, especially when I was on um, meetups. And I thought that I was, you know, part of the group and I would find out that they had all had a Zoom without me or whatever. You know what? I get the hint. I understand. And does it hurt? Of course it does. And that's part of what I'm talking about. When you understand that it is okay to admit that something hurts, you can deal with it better because nobody likes to feel like they're not worthy, you know? But here's what I didn't do. I didn't keep knocking on their door. I didn't keep finding them on other social media and adding them and trying to comment on their stuff. No. I realize that some people don't like me. And when I understand that, and I understand the world is so big, there's eight, what, eight point something billion people on the planet. Not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to accept you. Not everyone is going to want you in their life. And you know what? That's a blessing. That's a blessing because you can't handle everyone liking you. You can't deal with everyone's drama. When you start to understand that when somebody rejects you or you're rejected from a certain job or you're rejected from a certain audition or you're rejected from a certain group, that it is a blessing, that it is saving you from wasted time, you can deal with it better. So the first thing is just to admit, man, that hurts. The second thing is to understand that it is a blessing when someone tells you, we don't want you around. Because when somebody tells you they don't want you around, now you have something to work with. It's when people are fake and pretending that they want you around, when things are uncomfortable, when you're walking on eggshells, when you're not sure how someone feels. Now, look, at this is a very generalized kind of definition and understanding. I'm just giving you something to really think about when it comes to rejection, okay? The third thing I do, so the first thing is admitting that it hurts. The second thing is seeing it as a blessing and not trying to force people to keep you or want you or pick you or whatever it is. The third thing I do is figure out what what is next or who is next or where do I go next, right? Because now I have some freedom. 
Now I'm not obligated to this person or this job interview or this audition. Now it's what do I do next? So I start to see rejection not as a bad thing, but as, and you know, I'm sorry to use the word blessing because I know that um, people kind of use that word and it's always religious. I don't mean it in a religious way. I mean it like, you know, it's a gift or whatever you want. When somebody rejects you, you have a choice as to what to do with that. You can keep trying to pressure someone to be in your life by following them all over social media or trying to engage with them and trying to badger them, or you can turn around and have an acceptance that, okay, this this person is clear. They don't want to be around me. It's sad because I really thought they were fantastic. I really thought they were great. I thought I could learn something from them, but you know what? Now I'm going to take all this energy and time that I have and see what's next. Okay. So dealing with rejection and understanding how rejection can work is really a great and healthy way to start dealing with all that negativity that happens when we are rejected. You know, give yourself permission to be sad for a minute, you know, because it does hurt. Everybody wants to be part of everything. We all want to be part of whatever it is we're after, you know, Um, but it doesn't work out that way. You know, if that were the case, somehow I would be married to both Idris Elba and Chris Hemsworth, even though Chris Hemsworth could probably be my son, I think. I think he's old enough. I don't know. Anyways, you get my point. (laughs) Okay. The other side of it, when you are the person rejecting someone else. Whether it's in a personal relationship, like you don't want to date somebody and they keep calling you or whatever, or maybe it's because you have to fire someone, or maybe it's, um, you know, you're interviewing someone and you have to pick somebody else, or maybe it's somebody in your family that you don't want to invite to a party or something. All of these things are really hard to do, right? To, To be the person to have to tell someone, I'm sorry, we've gone with someone else, or we've decided not to invite you, or we've made the decision that this is not going to work out, or hey, I I had a great time last night, but I don't think this is going to go anywhere. That is a really hard thing to do. And if you turn around and do, okay, let's talk about business. If you turn around and you do this thing that I can't stand, which is what I talked about earlier, it's not personal, it's business, you're cheating. You know, and and good for you, but now you're making that person feel even worse because now they're not even worthy of being a personal, sensitive thing to you. Like they don't even matter to you at all. That's what you're saying to people when you use that phrase. So stop using the phrase, it's business, it's not personal. Okay. I'm going to call that BS bullshittery. Okay. (laughs) The way you can do it is however you choose to tell that person, have a lot of compassion and sensitivity and kindness. The blow is still going to hurt them, right? Like telling someone that they're fired, telling someone you have to let them go, telling someone they were not chosen. All of that is hard. But when you do it from a place of compassion, the blow, although still painful, hits differently. When you say things like, you know what, you had all the skills that we that we need. I just had to make a difficult decision and I had to choose this other person. But you are amazing. We're going to keep your resume on file if something else comes up or if we can be a referral to you for some other position, please let me know because you did such a great job. You know, there are so many different ways in which you can show compassion and empathy and kindness in rejecting someone when it comes to business. 
You know, I had to let go of a client once and trust me when I tell you, I wanted to just tell them, you know what? F off. I quit. <laughs> like I hate you. I don't want you around. I didn't do that because I knew who they were. I knew how sensitive they were. And I knew they were going to get upset because they know who my other clients were or are at the time. And it was a difficult conversation to have, but they felt better because I did it so gently and kindly and with compassion. And I do care about them. And the irony is, is like eight years later, we ended up working on a project together. So it was awesome, you know, like, because they didn't do anything to make it so mean and cruel. So when you're the person who has to reject another person, I have some other ideas and things you have to do. Number one, admit that it hurts. It's going to hurt the other person. Be aware of that. Be conscious of that. Be kind about that. Be aware of that. Okay, so that's the first thing. It's just like the other situation we're talking about. It hurts. Number two, and this is actually one of the ones that I think is really, really, really important. Don't pretend you're doing someone a favor by rejecting them. Look, you're going to find someone else. You're going to find somebody else better than me. You deserve somebody better. You know what? That's not what they're thinking about. If they thought that, they would have dumped you first. Right? So don't do that. Don't do that ever. Just stay in that place of understanding that hurt is hurt. You don't have to then say and overcompensate by telling them you're going to do better somewhere else because that's just demeaning what they want in the moment. Okay. So just be supportive, be kind. And the third thing, if you can do it, if you can in business, and this is always hard, if you can offer that you might consider them for something else or that you would be happy to give a referral, even if it's just that you went through this entire uh, interview process, you were amazing, and it was you know, really a flip of a coin of hiring them or someone else, do that. Offer that referral. They probably won't use it, but again, it helps the rejection land differently. Do you know what I mean? So how we deal with hard things defines what her character is, how we deal with the difficulties of being a human being is, I think, the most telling and the most important part of who you are as a human being, as who you are as a person. And it's what I use in order to determine what people stay in and out of my life, right? And I say this a million times over, it's really easy to be a good and decent human being when things are easy. I want to know who you are when things are tough, when things are difficult, when things don't go easy, and when things are really, really hard, who are you as a human being? How do you change and light up the room anyways, right? How do you make people feel when everything is horrible and bad? Can you be a better person? Now, look, at, don't get me wrong. I have my moments. People know, like, once you've pushed me too far, I block and delete. And if you're not really careful, I will tell you off. But that is like a whole other, when I've tried to do my best to just walk away from people, you know? So I'm not trying to act like I'm perfect. What I'm saying is, is I do have a pretty great life. And this has nothing to do with money or anything material that I have, because people know I've been down, I've been up, I've been down, I've been up. But I am always in a place 
of joy. And that's what this podcast is about. It's all about the joy, how we navigate the bad stuff and the good stuff to the be the best that we could possibly be all the time, right? That's what this is about. Hey, if you're interested in starting a podcast, check out buzzsprout.com. As many of you know, I do not promote things I do not use or believe in. So the link is in my bio. If you do use them, I do get a small percentage. They are an affiliate. So check them out when you have a moment. So I hope that was helpful. And I am so glad that you guys, did I say guys? I got to stop saying guys, because I know that is not the problem. You folks, you peeps, I got to figure out something else because uh, using the word guys, I just learned the other day is not appropriate. And I didn't just learn it the other day. I learned it months ago and yet it's a bad, horrible habit. So my apologies, but I appreciate everyone who has stopped by as always, and I'll be back again next week. So until then, bye. Thanks for stopping by All About the Joy. Be better and stay beautiful, folks. Have a sweet day.